Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the year for Fan Fuel Motorsports Podcast, the podcast where fans feel talk about motorsports. Welcome in always my co-hosts Colton Cranmore and Nathan Ball. I am Alex Harrington as always and Jared Bakaiza, uh, who seems to be missing a lot more shows than I do. I heard uh, Colton nagging me about that the last two shows that I missed because of work and going on vacation. Uh, he is at an NHL game, I believe, uh, watching the Blues hopefully beat the Penguins because nobody likes the Penguins. Sorry, Jared. When you see this in post, you're going to get mad at me, but who cares? Um, so what have you guys been up to the last few weeks? Man, I've been watching a ton of dirt racing. Um, they had the Tulsa shootout this past weekend. Um, I think it was 54 hours of broadcast racing that they had over the course of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, some damn good racing. Um, I really love the Tulsa Expo Center um, and what they do for the sport of dirt racing. Um, so it was really cool to sit down and watch that. I'm stoked for the Chili Bowl this next week. Other than that, I've just been working a ton, hanging out at the house. Um, not doing a whole lot. A lot of cleaning. Yeah, um, I have not done much. Um, I got my helmet wrapped, which is kind of cool. Um, came out pretty good. The stripes are a little bit crooked, so hopefully maybe maybe in between the two seasons for rental league I can get that fixed. But other than that, everything's come out pretty good. Um, and I just argue on Twitter until the Rolex starts. So Yeah, I think I did a little bit of arguing on Twitter today. Uh, myself, um, but go ahead and show your helmet. I see you got it right there in front of you. Uh, yeah, for those so, who haven't seen it on Twitter, give us a here. tour. Yeah, so I put the fan fuel motorsports text on the visor. Um, there's going to be a little sticker that goes here. I think it's like two centimeters height or two inches in the height and then one and a half inches in diameter. Or no, no, sorry, just probably the opposite. I'd have to look that up again. Um, other than that, it's like a three stripe pattern. It's really simple. Um, it came out pretty good. The only thing is the stripes are a little bit crooked. They're like kind of off center. So hopefully I can get that fixed soon. But until then, this is this is what it's going to look like. So if you live near, let's just say anywhere in central Florida, west Florida, um, if you want to go to Bushnell Motorsports Park and race the rental carts, I'll probably be there most of the time. So just look for just look for the, the rainbow colored helmet with the off center stripes. And that's... It's probably going to be my permanent design. So, yeah. So, Nathan, you may have stolen a little bit of your favorite driver's identity oh, there yeah. as inspiration for that helmet. Um, it's a really clean helmet. It's really simple. And I love that kind of stuff. And um, I think we're trolling on YouTube with the comments. Is there really even a West Florida? Um, so, Colton, what do you mean by that? Well, I meant to post that to the private. I didn't see what one I was on there. Um, <laughs> what is Florida like? Forty miles wide, probably like a hundred, eh. a little more. It's not quite wide enough to have a West Florida. A West Coast. There's two coasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come Lucky. on. Well, obviously we're not good at geography and stuff because I'm, I'm pretty I, I, sure I most of us geography. Yeah. Well, I mean. When we think of Wyoming, we probably thought it was somewhere else. I don't know. No, um, I know what Wyoming is. I know where it is, too. It's just you sometimes forget about it. It's so tiny. Wyoming? We're the ninth yeah. biggest state. Uh, maybe by size. I'm talking about population. Alaska, Texas, Montana, California. Shoot. Yeah, Colorado's a little bit bigger than us. Yeah. yeah. It's just hey, a plain population, too. 
We got like yeah, 20 years. We hit a million people. Population. Oh, wow. A million people. Yeah, our like that's gonna be big for you guys. We got more people than that. Yeah, that's gonna be a big milestone if if we hit it. Yeah. Well, you know, what's that's your tallest gonna... building? I want to know that too. What's what? What's your tallest building? Our tallest building is a dorm in uh, Laramie at the University of Wyoming. I think it's thirteen floors. I lived in a well, that's unlucky story apartment building when I grew up. I grew up in a condo that was 21 stories. There are, fun fact, there are only two escalators in the state of Wyoming. Both of them are wow. in Casper. Huh. Yep. Well, damn. That's a very yeah. neat thing. I guess you we guys just go to like a shopping mall and find one here. Yep. Yeah. Or like an airport or. Yep, ain't shit. Don't um, take your escalators for so... granted. Yeah, no. Um, talking about escalators. So um, for me, I went um, to see uh, Myra's family in Mexico. Um, as, as you do when you're in really good, healthy relationships. Um, and, uh, to get there, it's about a 24 ish hour drive from my house all the way down to their house. Um, and I had to make it more complicated, uh, because that's just what I do with my life. And I did not get my, um, passport renewed until the day that we left. I had to be in new Orleans at X time in the morning. I drove six hours, slept in the car in the parking garage, and then I took probably, I don't know, 30 minutes trying to figure out the where the hell I was going to get to the passport office. You have to go into this mall, and then you have to go behind some of the stores in the mall to a, another elevator to go up, and then you get popped out right there. Stressful day. We spent like eight hours there waiting for my passport to be done, and then I just chugged all the way down to central Mexico, basically. And then I had to do that on the way back. So I was in the car for probably four days straight. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I hope everybody had good Christmases, good New Year's celebrations. I hope everybody stayed safe uh, from all the COVID stuff. Um, probably uh, won't have to be dealing with that for too much longer. At least I'm hoping. Um, I Obviously not a scientist of epidemiology, but damn, it's been... Two really long-ass fucking years, and I'm tired of that shit. Um, so let's go ahead and get on to what FanFuel's doing um, in this 2022 season. Um, so we got a bunch of new stuff. Uh, let's get into our website. We're going to have two new sections on our website. We're going to have an eSports section and a fantasy section. So we're going fantasy NASCAR racing, and for fantasy NASCAR, we'll have two ways to play uh, now, Jared, who is not here today, is going to be hosting our main kind of 20-plus person league that he's come up with. It's basically fantasy football, but for NASCAR. He's going to have two conferences with two divisions, each with four or five teams in them, and players will draft teams in a snake order just like you would in regular fantasy football and make trades and play through three separate seasons during the regular NASCAR seasons. Um, he's even got small playoff brackets during the seasons. Um, so we have a spring, summer, and fall champion. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. We will have the whole thing uh, and its rule book up on fanfuelmotorsports.com when the time comes for the season so that you can download that and play that with your friends. And if you want to play a little bit simpler and a little bit less competitively, we have the Pick 4 Fantasy Series returning. Um, if you don't know what that is, that is something that my dad and I have put on uh, on Reddit and Facebook over the years. We took a 
a little bit of a hiatus with these COVID years because we didn't have qualifying and stuff like that. But we'll be back, uh, and it is going to be six six race rounds. Um, so basically six rounds through the 36 races. Everybody has to pick four drivers each week. They can only use drivers once per round, and each of these drivers will be grouped into one of four groups of seven drivers, which means you have one left over. And that's a lot of information that is probably a little bit complicated. But once we get the rules out on the website, you'll understand a lot of that. And before we uh, go on into another thing that uh, I'm really excited about in our esports stuff, I think Colton's got an announcement for us as well. Yeah, so in 2022, um, we're actually going to bring you guys a second podcast. Um, We will be doing a Dirt podcast. There would be more info to come on that as far as the name, um, the date that we will be recording, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but Jared Pekaisa and I will be talking everything dirt probably once a week, I think is what we're shooting for. Um, so keep an eye out for that, especially with the uh, the shootout that just happened, the Chili Bowl coming up. We'll have a lot to talk about even in that first episode. Um, I think we're looking for into February, early March, um, sort of right around maybe a couple weeks into the outlaw season. Um that way we can give you guys some great content um, and really indulge everyone in the world of dirt so that Jared and I just aren't the only experts here. Um, we'll do the same we do with Fan Fuel, uh, kind of be shorter episodes. We'll try to have as many guests as we can as well to talk about it. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be super fun. Um, and it's especially if you guys don't dirt at all, um, NASCAR races once a week with an off week. Um, World Outlaws has 93 scheduled events this year just for the sprint cars. That's not counting late models. That's not counting... Um, any other midgets or any kind of random one-offs that may happen here and there. Um, yeah, and those Super Dirt Series, there's only three of them, and that's just scratching the surface on dirt racing. So right. you guys are going to have a lot to cover. And uh, people like Nathan are going to have a lot to learn uh, about the glorious thing that is short track dirt racing. So that's going to be good. So uh, is there any other series or big events that you're looking forward to covering other than the World of Outlaw stuff? Oh, man. Um you know, I'm going to have to play that one by ear because mostly up until this point, I've only really ever followed um, the Outlaw Sprint cars. Um, I've never really dove into the late models qu- quite as much. Um, I know about a lot of the drivers in the series. Um, so I'll have to kind of learn that. Um, obviously, I'm a big midget fan. Um, so obviously, the Chili Bowls is one of my biggest events of the year. Um, the Billville Dirt Nationals is obviously another big one. Um, as far as individual events... I'm going to have to see what comes up because I'm I'm getting into the broad spectrum of dirt with a lot of new people at this point. Well, hell yeah. I'm glad to kind of sit here and watch your guys' journey because I know uh, last year was the first year for Jared in dirt, and he fell in love with it so much that he approached you so that you guys could make this podcast, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so he's also just scratching the surface with the uh, World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series, so uh, we'll, we'll have to get you guys in on on the broader spectrum of some of the stuff. I'm talking about UMP dirt modifieds and big block modifieds, super late models, different crate events, stuff like wild stuff like the uh, topless 100 that goes on in baseball Arkansas where they take the, the 10 tops off of the super late models and go for 100 laps. Uh, it's crazy. Speed Weeks is, is even more intense when you're a dirt fan, and it doesn't just take place – uh, on one racetrack, and it's not just with one series. There's about four series that are racing uh, between World of Outlaw and Lucas Oil um, in Florida and Georgia for Speed Weeks. And I'm telling you, you guys are going to have your work cut out for you, but it should be a fun ride. So, uh, hell yeah. 
And for me, I'm going to have my um, work cut out for me as well because I am going to take on an initiative to have some other people join us um, in an initiative to have esports. And you can see the car behind me. I ran that in the All-American ARCA Series this past season. Um, and my, a couple of my teammates uh, from that, Shane Gentry and Terry Freyer, um, as well as um, – <clears throat> Nick, uh, who you guys saw earlier on the podcast this year, um, we're doing a lot of different things. We've got some announcements to come with an overarching big event thing. Uh, but really, we've got the Fan Fuel Grand National Series coming, which is an Xfinity Series uh, league on iRacing. Um, and if you did not know or do not remember us um, posting anything about it, we do have the Winter Beach Day 400 this week. And that is an ARCA at Daytona race that will be paying $175 to win that we're sponsoring um, prizes for uh, second, third, fourth, fifth, and a couple of different superlatives are going on. And I did want to say we've got 20 plus spots left for that race. And if you're watching tonight and you have an iRacing account, uh, put your uh, iRacing name in the comments on Facebook. And the first four, four people to do that will have their entry fee paid. Um, tomorrow we will be doing another special show here on Fan Fuel with uh, Nick for the drawing of qualifying order for Friday's qualifying events, and we'll be giving away eight more um, free entry fees uh, for the race. So uh, we'll uh, throw up the links on where you can watch qualifying and uh, the race on Saturday, and we hope to see you doing that. And that's about it uh, for most of the esports stuff. We are going to have a new tab on there. We'll be um, looking at our own league, the All-American ARCA Series, as I said, with our now uh, team owner, Terry Freer, over there. And also, if you guys have been on Reddit in the past, I don't know, probably since 2013, there's a little league called the Reddit iRacing League um, that is pretty popular over there. They run a bunch of random events every Sunday night around 9 p.m., and they will be posting their um, post-race content through us, so we'll have all their race recaps as well. So we'll be hosting them um, from now on uh, alongside their already uh, uh, content that they put out on Reddit. So as far as that, that pretty much um, sums up our eSports initiative for 2022 uh, now, Nathan, uh, uh, I guess it's time to go into some of Fan Fuel's 2022 goals. Oh, so yeah. So when it comes to goals, we've got a couple big goals, particularly with our content and our media. When it comes to media, we mean like social media, engagement, interactions, all that kind of stuff. So it looks like we are at 166 followers on Twitter right now. Um, that's that's the only part I run. Colton runs the Facebook and then Everything else when it comes to the podcast is up to Alex and Jared, podcast and the website. So what me and Colton are going to try and do is we're going to try and do 1,500 followers by the end of the year with Facebook and Twitter. Um, for the most part, it seems like we're pretty, we're pretty meshed together on the same page. Um, it means that we're going to be out there all the time. Um, we can't always post videos. We can't always do everything because we're going to have to take care of copywriting and all that kind of stuff the bigger we get. So... We're still going to be doing questions every day in the off season. We're going to be trying to do some cool, you know, maybe some just surveys, polls, all that kind of stuff that'll keep you 
interacted. Um, I know in a couple of weeks I might try and get to the Rolex 24 test session. So there could be some videos and pictures there from the track for you guys. Um, every time that we're at a race, any of the four of us, we could bring you some pictures, videos, all that kind of stuff that'll be on the main account. So we're, we're not going to be dead, even though we're growing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, as far as at track stuff, uh, we would uh, love to have some of you guys engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, and even at fanfuelmotorsports.com uh, to get some content from, from your personal events uh, that you go to, whether it's your uh, you're heading out to the Roar Before the 24 like Nathan will be, or you're going to some uh, little quarter mile that I've never heard of in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota. Uh, I mean, we want to hear fan stories from wherever uh, you guys are getting your motorsports at, and uh, even if it's something as as crazy as downhill power wheels racing, you know, let us know what you're doing um, as a motorsports fan. Um, we have some other um, other stuff for our website and everything like that. Um, Drew Mason throwing up that he wants to do tweet ups. Well, of course, um, we will be doing that. Uh, we've got some uh, pretty big stuff coming for a certain race about middle season uh, this year uh, that we'll have some more information on later. Uh, you'll probably be able to meet all four of us, uh, including my dad um, and Myra, who is one of our behind the scenes pers personnel working on um, uh, the website stuff and also my fiance. Um, so you'll be able to meet all of us, um, at a certain race a little bit later this year, but as far as more website goals, um, we're going to get out previews, reviews, and opinions for various different series. Um, and of course, all four of us, we, we love NASCAR. It's our bread and butter, but we kind of tasked ourselves with different roles about international open wheel motorsports, as well as dirt stuff. And I guess you can probably already think about who's going to be tackling which which uh, of those subjects. So I won't get into it. Um, and then, like I said, with the fans, we really want you guys to help us out with a lot of that stuff. We want to feature you and your content and your stories, um, whether that's just a photograph saying, Hey, I went to my local, local short track this weekend, or, Hey, I went to monster jam in, you know, Oklahoma city and watched this stuff, it's, you know, stuff that we wouldn't necessarily get into, you know, uh, we don't get into stuff like monster trucks or or motorcycle racing or 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 uh, supercross or um, drag racing on here, but that's all stuff that a lot of other motorsports fans like. So anything that you like in motorsports, this is fan fuel. We want you guys to feel the talk about your favorite motorsports. Um, with all that being said, this is kind of going to be a short um, uh, show today, so we're kind of clicking on through it. I did want to look back at our 2021, the birth of fan fuel season uh, and kind of go around the room and say what our favorite moments were as far as this podcast uh, is concerned. Yeah. So I think I don't necessarily have a favorite moment. I could probably narrow it down, but I think the what ifs was my favorite thing to get into. Um, probably that first what if that we did was my absolute favorite episode that I've recorded. Um, just with us, just because it, it let us dive into the topics that so many motorsports fans dive into on their own time. Um, and so many discussions that have been had around water coolers and um, in shops all over the country since these events have happened, everything um, 
you know, from the death of Dale Earnhardt and the speculation there. Um, the list goes on and on. So that's probably my favorite, my favorite moment, my favorite topic that we do. Um, and of course the guests, um, we've had tons of great shows, tons of great guests on Rhino was great to have on Keith Merrick was super fun. Um, it was really cool to talk to Gabe and learn more about the opposite side and the formula one. Um, so, I mean, the list goes on. I haven't, <laughs> haven't had a bad guest on yet. Um, so I have fun with every guest, but I think the what ifs is probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about I you? Really those, um, I also enjoy, like you said, the what ifs, just because I think they're cool. Um, some of the subjects were really interesting. We got a lot of conversation out of them. Um, I think we did one episode. I don't remember what it was. It was called the over under episode where we would name two things and we, Oh, hold on. We got a comment from Drew. I probably didn't see this comment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll pull it up here. Yeah. I, you said yeah, I Charlotte Roval Woker joke. That was the Woker joke that broke fan fuel. Yeah. That, yeah, was, that, was, yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I might have to go back and clip some of that. That was great. Yeah. If you haven't watched our Charlotte Roval episode, um, we got feisty. I, I blacked out a little bit um, and a little bit of anger uh, and, uh, it was, it was a bunch of hooping and hollering, and uh, it, it, it worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, definitely up there as far as the best episodes. Yeah, we had quite the time with Alex's rants. I know that was one of his bigger ones. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them. I think we had some about Atlanta. We had some about all sorts of things, but that was probably one of the standouts. Because every time he starts doing it, we have to do the hashtag Alex Rants thing and make a big deal out of it. So, yeah, flapping like Elliot's fucking bumper. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, that's great. Still should have gotten a penalty. God damn it. Yeah. Well, we we don't need to get back into that because that's going to get us super heated. We're talking. We're talking favorite moments, not least favorite moments, not the not the moments that uh, could have almost torn us apart. Um, but Jared did send in his even though he couldn't make it today because he's going and uh uh skating around an ice rink or something with with a bunch of penguins um but uh woker joke was uh always his favorite uh moment of the shows because it was always a trip because um it showed i guess the differences between all of our opinions even though we're all passionate about the same things and then also meeting other fans who share the same passion as us from different backgrounds um I think I could agree with that as well because we saw um, people this year um, of all different ages, all different backgrounds, and um, and how some of them got into the sport, whether it's because they're working in the sport now or just fan, really passionate fans like we are. Um, everybody's different, and we all brought together by motorsports, and I think that's uh, pretty amazing and one of the reasons that uh, in the beginning uh, Nathan and myself wanted to launch uh, fan fuel motorsports. Uh, for me, it was definitely the Raja Raja, fuck, the Raja Caruth um, stream. It wound up being over three hours. I think we clocked in almost four hours because Raja uh, decided at the last minute, um, even though he had said to us that we, he would be fine for that night, that they needed to get to uh, Martinsville early for the, the late model stock race up there. Um, and we just waited on him to get to the hotel room so he could connect with us. And somehow we made up the whole show on the spot, ad-libbing mm -hmm. it between the, 
the the three of us trying to figure out what we could do to keep you guys entertained, but you guys stuck around. And then we had a whole show where we dialed back our um, insane um, devolvement that we got into, into a professional show. And we had a great interview, one of the best, if not the best of the year, as far as our um, NASCAR slash racing personnel. Um, another couple of my favorite moments was having Rick on, um, someone I've known most of my life, um, and getting to celebrate the fact that he's going into the, uh, the Dirt Lake Mountain Hall of Fame. Um, and then, like Dave said, Keith Merrick and then Dalton Good, a uh, couple of the guys that um, were, were really good, um, wholehearted shows um, for, for multiple different reasons. Um, so, yeah, you guys got anything else before we move oh, yes. on? Yes, I do. Um one of the best things about the Raja episode is Colton and I were arguing for probably a little bit before he came on about chicken tenders and whether or not they're, you know, suitable adult food. And sure enough, the first thing that Raja says about that debate is yes, like he loves chicken tenders. So if they're good enough for a driver, they're good enough for me. I don't want to talk about that. My opinions are still as, listen, as listen. As they were. We're not that old, Colton, but like but I said on that stream, that these guys have to grow up before they they realize that chicken nuggies and chicken tendies are an option, but they're not what you go to a restaurant for. Because that was my main concern, because they were saying stuff like going to Olive Garden or going to Chili's to get their chicken tenders. Like, <laughs> Unless the food sucks there, there's no reason for that to happen. There's a barbecue joint that I won't name that's around here that their barbecue is – is pretty bad. It, it, it is pretty shitty, but they have the best chicken tenders on the planet. So that is the only restaurant I go for chicken tenders that is not named Zaxby's or Cane's or what have you. Like you don't, you don't go to a sit down restaurant to have chicken tenders or chicken nuggets. Man, even at Cane's, I'm just not eh, tenders. Man, I guarantee you if Tyler Reddick wins a race next year and we get free chicken tenders for America, you know, I'm going to Cheddar's. On that Monday. Well, yeah, but I'm going to order myself a burger or a steak, and I'll have the chicken tendies as the appetizer. <laughs> Bro, they give me, like, a whole platter of them. Like, are you kidding me? Like, have you, you seen have... me? I can put down a whole platter and a steak. I mean, I, I, can, eat, I can eat pretty good. Have you guys yeah. ever had Culver's? Yeah. yeah. Culver's down the street. Culver's is fucking outstanding. All right, let's All right. move past that. Um, but I went there a few weeks ago with my buddy, and he was appalled at the fact that I ordered a butter burger combo and then a chicken sandwich combo and then some mini corn dogs and scarfed it all down. So if y'all don't know my fast food eating habits, that's a whole episode. But I mean, well, they, they got good cheese. Well, I'm son, I think I'll eat a whole platter and then my burger. Yeah. See, I, I yeah, just a menu good. hack. You can ask them. It's like, hey, I'll take a family size thing of cheese curds, and they'll give it to you, like a giant box of cheese curds. Don't fucking yeah. tell me that shit, Nate. I don't oh, want like yeah, I'll just go there and get like a whole I like to poop. Cheese. Yeah, I don't hey, you I know, know what? what? You know, I, I have a life hack for that. I have a life hack for that. I'm lactose intolerant, so I'll I'll eat that stuff and still poop. Oh, you got a you got a cheat code. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is Drew Mason. We got a comment from Drew. I, I don't have a StreamYard account, so I can't bring these up. But Nate, this one's for you. Drew yeah, says this is really just a helped. preface. Colton asks where I know this guy. Um if you've you've probably seen this guy on Twitter, his handle is Big Rig with like two ones. He is a yeah, huge okay. Bell fan, so that's yeah. him. 
Um, in case you guys were wondering, because I know you were saying like, who's this guy? Who's this guy always commenting? I didn't, I never made that. I thought connection. you knew that beforehand. So I was yeah, like, okay, I, you know, that's, I probably that's did, but I never made, I, I know him right. from the streams. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, he was saying that, you know, we've, we've kind of helped explain a lot of the, the stuff about F1 or IndyCar or even sports cars, anything that relates under the, the open wheel umbrella, if you will. So that's that that's our goal um we're trying to help people out like learn everything about racing it doesn't matter whether it's local racing whether it's you know stock car racing indie cars sports cars dirt it doesn't matter so we're we're here to help you learn um other than that i think we're we're getting there i'm sure the more new fans we have the easier it is for us to to tell everyone how things work and stuff but this was our first year, so I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but it ended up working out really good. Yeah, and hopefully we can get some people on the other side of the coin coming in, more IndyCar yeah. from the one fans coming in, that we can teach about stock car, dirt car racing. Uh, and then also I'm going to try a little bit this year to get you guys more into supercars. Uh, they had a pretty good season this past year, but hopefully with COVID measures hopefully breaking down, um, a little bit they can actually have races not at sydney motorsports park for four weeks straight um and they'll be able to go to some of the kiwi circuits over new zealand um because there's some phenomenal racetracks down in that part of the world and that's definitely a series that you guys have got to watch too um and while going on into um some of the stuff that we want to see what are we most looking forward to uh, in racing in 2022, not necessarily from the Fan Fuel Motorsports podcast or the website. What are you guys most looking forward to in racing? This could be from any and all different series. Oh, man. Um, I've said it about three or four times on here that I'm looking forward to it, but it is my hands-down favorite event of the year is Chili Bowl. Kicks off this next Monday. Um, they just announced all the prelim night lineups. Um, so I am super stoked to get off of work and do nothing but watch Chili Bowl for five, six hours a night, five days a week. That's the only week of the year that I'm perfectly fine going to work dog tired because I work at 5 a.m. at my job. Um, I'd have no problem going to bed at 1030. It is my favorite day. I'm throwing a big party for Chili Bowl finals on Saturday. It's going to be great. It's my favorite event of the entire year. If you guys have not ever watched the Chili Bowl, please do. Um, Flow Racing now has changed it to where you can apply for just one month. For twenty dollars, instead of having to pay the whole year one fifty, um, oh. select that as an option. Um, check it out; it is going to be great. They have three hundred ninety-two entries, including some NASCAR okay. guys: Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, obviously Christopher Christopher Bell, three-time winner; um, Kyle Larson, back-to-back the last two years. Um, it's going to be outstanding. Um, another one I'm looking forward to is my buddy Brandon um, from the Scrub and Tires podcast, who I've not seen him comment once on here yet. Shame on him. Um, he has built a legends car, um, and he's going to go legends racing with the likes of Chris Eggleston, who's a former truck series driver, um, at our new local track, Colorado national speedway, just about an hour South of me here. Um, so I'm super stoked to help out with that. He wants me to spot, but I think I'd rather drink some beer and just hang out. Yeah. Do both at the same time? Uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> you can't drink in the pits. And I think if I'm going to be a spotter, I have to, I have to stay in the pits. <laughs> Really? They don't let you like, uh, see the top of the grandstands or anything? Or there's just... too many people in the grandstands. There wouldn't be any way. 
Yeah. What about you, Nate? What are you looking forward to in racing this year? Oh, man, there's a lot. Um, first of all, the Rolex 24 is in a couple weeks. Or not a couple weeks, 24 days, but whatever. It's it's still really close. It's like the biggest – it's the first really, really big pavement racing event of the year. Um, it's always big. There's all sorts of drivers from pretty much every major series that are in this race. Um, lots of cars, lots of different classes. Usually a really competitive race, so – those are you going to be good. able to go this year? Um, I'm not going to be at the 24 just because of school and I'll be at the 500 and all that kind of stuff. But okay. I will be at one of the testing days in the next couple of weeks, so that'll be nice to be there. Um, hopefully they let us in the garage this year. I'm going to have to double check and see if they do. Um, if not, I'm still going to be there just to check out the testing for a day or two because it's only like 40 minutes from where I live. So um, Outside of the Rolex, I'd probably say... The Indy 500 is always like the biggest thing for me. Um, hopefully it's on the same day as Monaco and Charlotte this year. I know Monaco was on a separate week this time, but if they're all on one day again, that's like the perfect day for me. I can just sit on the couch, watch an entire day of racing. Um, I also really like the Southern 500 and the Bristol night race. So those are some more big ones on my calendar. So really, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for crown jewel races. So those are definitely like my big events of the year. Yeah. I think everybody's always looking forward to those big marquee events. Um, so I could second and third, all of the ones that you guys have said. Um, but for me, the 2022 season as a whole from NASCAR and from formula one being that we're going to a new generation of car in both series just makes me really giddy to be a, a, a motorsports fan this year. Um, the clash is something that I'm equally terrified and excited for uh, because when I was looking at them starting pavement, uh, putting, putting that down uh, today on Twitter, I was like, wait a minute, uh, this could be bad. Because if you remember back in the 70s uh, when they or 80s when they uh, had Martinsville tearing up literally during the race every time uh, they went there with the cup cars, they had to put that concrete down so that they wouldn't just be massive uh dips and everything um in the um in the track so i'm worried that they're gonna have turns coming up because it's not permanent pavement and that's what i'm terrified about also uh they're not none of these teams have their seven a lot of chassis so if they go trash one and then they have one trashed in the duels on thursday uh, here in a couple of weeks, and then the 500, they could be out a serious number of or a serious amount of money and three chassis before we've even really started the racing season. So I'm a little bit worried about that. Um, as far as other stuff, um, I'm looking forward to seeing Jimmy Johnson come back for the four IMSA endurance events. Um, I'm looking forward to him running a full season in IndyCar as well as Roman Grosjean. Both of them having oval races. Um, this year is going to make me really happy. Um, and then uh, I'm looking forward to supercars again this year. I said, like I said earlier, uh, and then are you guys looking at any form of two wheeled motorsports? Because me, I am always excited about supercross. What do you guys think about two wheeled motorsports? Ooh, man. Like, I think they're crazy. I don't know anything about MotoGP or AMA supercross, all that kind of stuff, but I can't help but respect them because it's something I'd probably never do. Like, I would never do it. You know, I haven't gotten into as much as at the 
two wheels as I probably should. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of it. I've got a lot of buddies that really like the MotoGP. Um, and as well as the the Supercross, I'm looking at you, Jacob and Trekking. Um, but I just never really got into it as much. I'm actually more of a fan of drag racing, I'd say, than, than the two-wheel. Okay. Interesting. I do have to ask, what appeals to you about drag racing? Because I think it's the most boring form of motorsport that there is. Just the cars. Um, that's just, all that I really watch for, um, is just the freak amount of work and horsepower that goes into these cars and the entire rebuild um, in the limited amount of time that they do. Um, I think it's it's fucking awesome. And also, I, I'm not a huge fan of watching it on TV. If I do watch it on TV, it's usually just background noise. Um, but as far as like being at the track, there's, I mean, I'd put it right up there with uh, any NASCAR race. It is amazing to go to in person. Yeah, I've been to a couple in person. Not NHRA sanctioned, but like jet car races, all that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. like, you know, you, you don't get to see it on TV, but when you're there in person, it's pretty cool. Um, and you can feel it a lot more just because it's like Colton said, it's different. The cars there, it's you can't really compare any form of circuit racing to them. So if you have never um, if anyone listening has never been to an NHRA race, um, I went a few years ago to the Mile High Nationals up at Bandemir and they are concrete steps leading up the side of the hill. That's the stands. And my beer was sitting on a concrete step. And when the top fuels would launch, it would shake beer out of my cup. They're so loud. Jesus. Yeah, I got a, a fun story about the NHRA. Um, if you've ever heard of a guy named Joe Amato, um, he was, I think he was like one of the first guys to reach speed records with top fuel and all that kind of stuff. Um, my grandpa is a personal trainer and he was actually one of his clients for the longest time when he was in the NHRA. And he also mentioned stuff like, their necks had a lot of stress. Um, I never realized that until he told me. He said that their stress is it's pretty similar to what that of like an F1 driver would go through. It's just, you know, it's all, it's vertical. It's not side to side. So it, it's pretty crazy considering if you go there in person, you can see those cars launch. It's just like, it's hard to really describe it because you can see it. You can see the cars struggle to handle it, let alone the person inside of it. Yeah. Yeah, they also have little hooks that clip to the chin on their helmet, yeah. so that way when they launch, their head doesn't yeah. fly back. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's nice. I don't think it's one of those makes... things that I respect. It is one yeah. of those things that I'll probably enjoy if I ever do go see it live. But it is the most boring thing to me to watch on on screen. Just that's it. You guys want to know some actual good racing that doesn't seem like it'd be good racing? Check out the Tour de France. No, I am not. I am not shitting you. It is some okay. Good all year i watch that race every single year i've been watching it since i was a little kid if i wasn't a fat little fuck i probably would have trained to try and be in something like that yeah i love tour de france racing it is so intense it is so insane it is there's four or five different championships going on at the same time uh, you you yeah. just reminded me of something that i i, I love yeah. and look forward to every every mid summer france is lit i might do a little uh a little bit of coverage on it for the Tour de France really? this year. Yeah. Shit, let's do it. And another thing, I mean, you guys ever seen that crazy-ass uh, boat racing that they do? Not like the drag boats, but like the little course. The one where they got the, the guy. Yeah, I know. They got the co-drivers, and they're like doing yeah. this to show you where to go. Yeah. yeah that shit's I don't crazy. know what the hell that's called, but that is some of the most entertaining stuff. Is it like on an airboat of some sort? Yeah. Okay, no. Know. So – so they're like these super nimble little bitty boats and they're extremely fast speed boats. 
and they just like cut little channels into a field and then yeah. a co-driver gets the the lane that they have That's to take crazy and and they time it and they're like 45 second laps that they have to do and and the fastest yeah, boat wins you'll see them just yeah cutting like this almost like a it's kind of like yeah, a I don't know how they're able to turn like that on a dime i mean the rudder must be like or it might not be a rudder, is it? I mean, is it like an outboard motor? That has, I have no idea. It's no idea. turns with it. The or? rudder, and that, is, and that is the problem with our current state of motorsports coverage because we don't have speed channel anymore. The Lucas yeah. Oil Power Hour is where we used to watch a, a yeah, lot see, of crazy I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna tractor pull and all that good stuff. I'm gonna get a little bit of flack for saying this. I know that there was a bunch of car shows on there, like pinks and all that kind of stuff, just to pass the time. But if we could replace some of those shows with stuff like what you guys are saying, that would be amazing. Mav TV Plus. So I am signing up for Mav TV Plus this next weekend to watch the Chili Bowl. I will have it all year. I will be watching me some Boda. <laughs> That's what it's called, Boda? Yeah. You got to Google this. Yeah. Drew and uh, my cousin Dustin have mentioned the Swamp Buggies. I do not know what that is. Yeah, so, I'm not really sure either, but it sounds fun. It sounds badass. I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of different motorsports out there. Uh, if there's something that you can do to make something go fast, most humans want to go faster. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I was watching a – do you guys get into the racing that happens in the Winter Olympics and, and the Summer Olympics, like the, the swimming, the running, and then the downhill snow cross and stuff? Do you guys get into that? Because I get into that. I don't get into the summer ones as much, but like they right. used to do that. I don't know if they still do like that snow cross and that ski cross. Yeah. Where they race like down a hill. Like, yeah, there's like four of them. That's badass. Um, the luge a little bit. It's kind of cool. Bobsled. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that snow and that ski cross is pretty damn cool. Do you guys remember when they used to race like these little sled like things in the X Games? This was like late 90s. And I think they stopped because someone died. No. But yeah, it was like this little sled, and they had like a mini roll cage on it, and uh, yeah, that just sounds like a disaster. Straight down happen. a hill, yeah, and like if one of them like turned even a little bit, they just start barrel rolling. You talking down about like street lose racing, like on pavement? No, it was like X Games. It was like you know whatever it's called that they do in Aspen. Um, what's that mountain name? I don't remember. But yeah, it was badass. You can go look up footage of it, and they haul the mail down this hill. I can see why they don't do it anymore, but man, the 90s would have been cool. Yeah, what is it? Like the Alpine? Exactly. Shoot, I don't. There's like theme parks that have something that's similar to that where you like sit in this little sled with like a brake. Yeah. Like on a hill. Oh, that's like the Alpine coasters? Yeah, it's kind of like I, I feel like that's what I'm thinking of every time he talks about this. I'm like, this is that's what it reminds me of for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. We kind of ourselves we went off the rails a little bit. We weren't gonna get into all this uh, motorsports and other racing uh, that wasn't really a part of our trajectory. But uh, it was a little fun conversation we had. Um, so after watching this show tonight, you uh, kind of know where our twenty twenty two goals and direction lie. Um, so be tuned in. We've got a ton of content, a new dirt podcast, fantasy NASCAR with two ways to play. If you're in iRacing, we're going to have a bunch of esports stuff like we said at the top of the show. Uh, and I will remind you that our winner of each day 400 race is this weekend. If you want, 
uh, to join us tomorrow. We will have a qualifying order um, selection show uh, tomorrow for that here on the channel, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. Um, and before we go, do you guys have anything else to shout out before uh, we hop off tonight? Um, no, I'm going to go again. Check out the Chili Bowl. If you guys need help finding a stream, um, let me know via Twitter or Facebook. Send me a message. Um, send the, the channel a message. Um, I will try to hunt down a stream for you if you do not want to pay for it. Um, that will probably mean just bootlegging off someone else's account. Um, so please be kind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will help you find a stream for the Chili Bowl. Um, other than that, I mean, we hit it all. Check out the new Dirt podcast. Again, there will be more info coming on that. Um, and also, Drew, our guy Drew looked it up. He said it's ASB Sprint Boat Racing is what we were talking about. So there Ooh, we I go. I another one from Drew as well. Um, he said the mozzarella sticks from Checkers and Rallies are awesome. I second that. They are really, really good. If you guys oh, ever have oh, Checkers okay. and Rallies. Oh, okay. So Checkers and Rallies. I do have one thing. Nathan. Myra and I have a tradition when we go down to Daytona. There is a checkers right across right, the street yep, from the show. Every time we get to Daytona, we go to that checkers and we have ourselves a burger, some mozzarella sticks, and some wings. Yeah, you know, so it's we've weird. got to continue that tradition for us this year because we won't be I, making it to the roll. I had that tradition sort of. There's like a Chick-fil-A down the road, and I actually met Chris Gabehart in there a couple of years ago. Hmm. Um, there, there's some weird things that go on down there, but – like like Drew said, they are really good cheese sticks. If you ever go there, they're dirt cheap, and they give you French fries in a cup too. Like you can get like a whole cup full of fries. So, like, and I really you can get them wrong. Checkers. You can get the baconzilla fries too. So you can get bacon and, and yeah. And they nacho came out with these new chicken too. tenders too that were like super good. They're like in the coated in the fry seasoning. You know what? I think we should do, guys. We should do a once a month food podcast as well, just because we're all fatties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fuel. Ah, yeah, there you Just go. Yeah, I want to do I'm like, this are these are chicken tenders of the month right here. Might need to start a TikTok account for that. Yeah, we should. Right. Hell yeah. Well, it's been good. Thanks for everybody who's been chiming in on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube tonight. Thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you next week at the same time, unless you're going to show up tomorrow for our uh, show for the Winter Beach Day 400. Again, we'll have links to uh, qualifying on Friday and the race on Saturday. Uh, on the Twitter and Facebook pages so you guys can watch our first eSports event that we're sponsoring. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.